Great. Well, welcome to the Christian Sport Podcast. I've got uh, Jan Afterberg with me. Uh, I think he's our first Dutch athlete on the podcast. Uh, and Jan is with us because it's winter. Uh, it's a bit cold here in England, and uh, Jan knows all about that. Um, he was a former professional long track speed skater, took part in ice skating marathons, uh, and we'll share more of his story as we go on. Uh, yeah, welcome. Great to have you with us. Yeah, great to be here. Um, now, uh, in the lead up to any interview, I normally drop my message, drop an email, and just get you to give me your overview of a sporting background. And you replied to me. You said uh, that you skated uh, professionally for two seasons until you were 22. Then you decided to retire because you refound your Christian faith and you were struggling to bring your sport and your faith together. Uh, tell me that story. <laughs> well, that's not a short story, but um, we've got time. Yeah, yeah, good. <laughs> no, it's uh, it was sort of like that. So I was about 22, 23. And um, uh, I think a year before, so I've been raised Christian, but as soon as I, I really got into the skating career sort of sense and and traveling or or growing towards a professional career in that sense i i sort of didn't see the value of my faith in sports so uh, i would say i always was a christian but i didn't really sort of felt the need to be doing anything with my faith and through a series of events and an injury that got that got me some time to to go back to church with my parents and some friends that i had there uh, I sort of refound my faith, and then I figured, oh yeah, this is still important to me, my faith, and and uh, I want to start living more like a Christian. Um, but then, going back to back into sports, it was just a, a like an all-consuming thing, taking up all my time, uh, not going, being able to go to church anymore because I was racing on Sundays or Saturday evenings, and I, I was struggling there, and then I was trying to find people who could help me mm. just like hey how does this work and basically within the circles where I was at like uh in the Christian communities the only advice was hey there's this one other speed skater that doesn't do races on Sunday <laughs> and I was I was like this this man is is out of his mind because all important races were on Sundays and so I was like that doesn't work for me but then at one point I I sort of I got at the point of like uh, in summer when when it was like off season, and then um, there was talks about that they wanted to change the competitions to mostly Saturday evenings to all always on Sunday mornings. Then uh, I sort of realized like, hey, this will really be a problem if I want to be Christian and an athlete. And so I was struggling with that, and there were some other things, you know, it's. I was really young and trying to decide what what, what I wanted with my life, and still needed to fi finish a uh, a bachelor's degree, which I was already taken too long for. <laughs> so it was not that only, but I was like, oh, if I want to be serious with my faith, I think I need to take a break from sports. So that was always the the struggle in my. The feeling was that sports and faith was either was always a choice. It was not. It's not something you can bring together. But you either choose for sports or for faith. Makes sense. Makes yeah. Makes sense. But we'll we'll dig into that. Tell me about tell me about your injury then. Let's go back a little bit. So you said your injury was quite important in you kind of refining your faith. Um, yeah. T tell us a bit about that. Yeah. 
it wasn't like super serious, but it was a uh, um it just over the summer it took me out a few weeks or like two months and um in that period uh some friends of mine were uh planning a like a missionary outreach trip to Malawi, Africa. And they said, Well, Aeon, why don't you join us? <laughs> and I was like, Oh, okay. Sounds like a good adventure. I'm not able to train as much. So let's go. So then I went there and I remember that um the missionary guy there, I had really good conversations with him. So um he sort of um showed me that there was a relevance to faith and church within society. The way he was doing his ministry was really serving the local community through the church. And it was really an eye-opening thing for me that the church and uh, Christianity had a relevance in normal society. So that's probably where I sort of figured, hey, that faith thing that I still have is should be more important to me. <laughs> oh, yeah. Tell me about um, a bit more about people listening may not know much about speed skating, ice skating in yeah. general. Um, what, what do you need to be good? Um, and what what's the things you really love about it? Okay. Uh, yeah, so skating, ice skating, uh, what do you need to be good at? It's a very technical sport. So it's 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 it helps if you start at a young age and just learn learn the techniques. And then you need to be you know you need to have like strong legs and depending on your um, endurance capabilities, you go either go for the short sprinting distances or the longer distances. Mm. Which would um, in my case would be the long distance. So the the longest Olympic distances are the five and the ten k for men, and that these are all individual. Um, races yeah, so the time is important mm. not the position you finish and um yeah the i think the beauty of it is is just um um it's it's a balance between very being physically very fit and then the technique but when when you when you're able to combine them and make them perfect or something yeah. then then you're you feel like you're gliding over the ice so it's a sideways motion that propels you forward so and then then the gliding phase is the i, I i've heard a, a person once say it's the beautiful the most beautiful way of moving forward and i, I totally agree but is it is it fair to say it, it's a it seems to be a, a national obsession are we i was yeah. just reading literally today uh some people may have seen it in the uk on bbc sports um there's one of the the toughest sporting events in the world yeah. um which has taken part it's taken place four times in the last hundred years or something. Tell us about that. <laughs> and this is your dream, by the way, to take part in this, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. It's my dream and my and my pain in my heart as well. But uh, yeah, so it's called um, Eleven Cities. It's in the, the north of the Netherlands. It's a, it's a race that goes over natural ice. So you'll ride uh, lakes and canals. So it only happens when the winter is really harsh, really cold. And that, you know, global warming doesn't happen as much as it did before and then it's a 200k race so you just have a 200k uh, mass start race so it's like it's like cycling but then on ice um you have a peloton and you just race and whoever gets there first is a legend for life that's basically uh, what this is yeah 
And you were telling me you you, you basically because you could get maybe a week's warning, yeah, a week's warning yeah. this is taking place, yeah. and you you pay every year to have the opportunity to take part in a race you may never get to take part in. Is that right? Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, I mean, even in summers, like uh, so, this was more like the longer it gets, it's it's better. It suits me better. So I would do marathons also on the uh, the the ice skating rings, mm. but. Um, Every summer we would be training like in the in the forest doing speed skating jumps and runs and everything. And then, you know, you have these people walking their dogs coming by and they say like, hey guys, what are you doing? And then we, we would be like, you know, winter's coming. We'll be ready. We'll be ready. It might come. The race might come this winter, so I have to be ready. Um, in a way, it's, I always, it's, as I always say, it's the most, um, uh, easy comparison to the Christian faith. We don't know when Jesus comes back, but when he comes back, we have to be ready. It's a mental thing. It's just like, hey, we know that if it comes and if we are ready, you have a shot at becoming a legend, right? So, and then you'll be a legend for years because it might never come again. So, it, especially for us young guys, that would keep us going. And then next to it, it's just the love of the game or love of the sport in general. We love, we love the endurance part of it. And this is the, the most epic thing you you can think of in sport so you're sort of always prepared to to training sessions about it so yeah i, I thought it was important to dwell there because because obviously if you've been listening in we've got the kind of disjunct of you retired at 22 yeah. saying really my, my sport and my faith they don't really go together i can't compete on a sunday how's it look like and yet now we're talking about competing uh you work for an organization called Next Move as a strategy leader in, in the Netherlands, which looks to equip athletes spiritually, sport and pastoral. You're working with elite athletes. Um, yeah. What changed is probably the, the obvious question here, which, which yeah. means you now seem to have a different view of kind of sport and faith and how they go together. Yeah, I, I think uh, there was this one situation not very long after I sort of retired, which is weird if you're 22, but... Um, I, I, there was this guy, he, he, he walked a little bit with me when uh, outside, uh, when church was over on a Sunday. And uh, I remember uh, he, he just came to me and he said, like, hey, Jan, uh, I heard you you stopped skating. And I said, yeah, yeah. Um, so, and then he said something like, well, um, I totally understand. Because, you know, sports and professional sports and faith, they just don't go together, right? And uh, I didn't say much to him at that point, but I, I started thinking about it. And uh, I said, and I talked to him a little bit later about the same thing. And I said, well, the thing you said, actually, if we all believe as Christians that we are made, you know, by God with uh, intention, you know, he made me with a purpose and everything. Then when you say um, sports and faith don't go together, God had in making me as 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 just made a little bit of a joke out of me because I'm clearly made for sports. I am physically gifted with a lot of sporting abilities, and so if if what you say is true, if within Christianity there's no space for an athlete, then you know God is making a little bit of a joke out of my life. And and so he said so he said to me he said he said Jan actually you're right, and I think. I think you should figure this out. You're the athlete. You should figure out how sports and faith go together because what you just said convinced me that they should be able to go together, but we in the Netherlands don't know how. So 
he put me on that pathway. And so I got involved with uh, several sports ministry organizations, um, started out working for um, Athletes in Action here in the Netherlands. And they, they really used sports as a tool to com- connect with communities. So local communities, churches going into the neighborhoods, playing sports. And that was fun. So I, I sort of got a feel about how how sport could go together with faith, but it was still much in a, how do you say that, evangelistic kind of context. Mm-hmm. And at one point, uh, I had a conversation with the, the leader of AIA, and I said, hey, my sport still doesn't go together with faith, which was skating. And then we had a good conversation, and he said, oh, we need to figure this out. So he put me on on that job actually and 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 through various other organizations who have been trying to find answers to these questions like you guys with Christians in sports but athletes in the US they just helped me find answers and now yeah now I'm I'm with another organization organization called Next Move and that's it's basically my job right now to find these athletes who struggle with the same questions and uh, yeah teach them so what would you, if you met yourself at the age of 22 now, yeah. what what would you say to you now? Oof, a lot probably. <laughs> but I think sporting, sporting wise, I would say, um, a good question. I would say that if I would say, if I would speak to myself, I would say that God is proud of me because I, I'm doing what he's made me to do. Yeah. I hope you're enjoying this interview with Jan. I certainly am. And we'll get back to it in just a few seconds. But before we do, let me tell you about Game Day. Game Day is a weekly devotional written to encourage sports people from the Bible on the day that they play and compete. It takes just a few seconds to sign up. Simply head to christiansinsport.org.uk forward slash game day. That's christiansinsport.org.uk forward slash game day and choose your day. Now let's get straight back to our interview with Jan. Talk about talk about church then, because that that's the te- that's a that is a tension point, isn't it? Elite yeah. sport, a lot of it takes place on a Sunday. Sunday is generally the day in particularly in the in the West uh, in Europe yeah. where yeah. Uh, where Christians gather to meet to worship um, God together. Um, how have you kind of? How's that conversation moved on in in the Netherlands? Um, what does that look like still to really uphold the real value we want to say at Christians in sport that the local church is God's plan for the world? Yeah. So we're all for the local church and we want to um, work with them, support them, help them um, in, in any way we can. Um, to but also to to recognise that sport is a is a like you say a wonderful gift and there's probably at least in the UK more people playing sport on a Sunday morning than there are in in the church, but church walls. So how have, how have you guys kind of come to think about that a bit more? Um, that's a good question. So church in general, uh, like you say, it's, we believe it's, uh, uh, plan a for the world for reaching the world in that sense. Um, the struggle is, uh, that it's always fixed day and a time. Um, so I always, so how, how it has developed for me is like um, I always say when when you're in church as a young guy or girl or whatever, and if you have a talent for music, 
you so you're good at making music they will they will say like hey here's the stage go and worship god and but when you have a talent for sports they they at least in the netherlands they will say hey be careful it might become your idol right so there's a there's a tension in how we approach these things and so i i when i look at when i talk to athletes i always say hey worship doesn't only happen inside the church so uh, when a, a person who is good at playing the guitar goes to his bedroom and plays uh, sings a worship song that's worship right it's not it's not limited to a, to a place so i believe you can worship god in a sporting environment as well but then you know talking about being part of a church i think especially when you go to sort of a, the more professional levels i always talk to them so like hey you need christian community so i try to um broaden broader make it a little bit broader definition of church you know when when the bible says where two or three people come together that's where i am then that's you know where a church can start at least at least so i say like hey try to find that christian community that works for you and uh, yeah of course the local church is something i I encourage them to go, but uh, you know, if you're here in the city, we have a basketball team. They usually play on Sundays, so just attending a church is really struggling. Even if they really want to, it's not always possible. So then we try to connect them to either a, a home group or or whatever place there is Christians meeting. So yeah, um, just. I, I think it would help from from church perspective if we see church as a little bit more than just the Sunday service, and then then there is a place for athletes to probably to take part in a Christian community. Mm. Yeah, no, isn't it? It's one of those questions where it doesn't feel like there's easy answers. Um, no. Like like you say, we we, we want to always affirm we're we're born to play. You yeah. kind of made that clear. You, your gifts have been given to you by God and. It's an outworking of who we are as people made in the image of the creative God who, who's given us talents. And 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 yet we were made to meet with one another and not just people like us. The beauty of the church obviously is it's, yeah. it's young, it's old, it's people like us and people not like us. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, and there's a real importance around meeting under God's word together as it's taught together. So the practicing of the sacraments in terms of yeah. baptism and community. And, it, and it's a challenge because particularly in our kind of secular Western culture today, Sunday is just another Saturday for the yeah. of the world. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah. Uh, and so there's both a challenge we find for the Christian. So how do they, how do they engage well? And it's great, like you say, when churches can have small groups and home groups and uh, meet one-to-one and services at different times, which means people can get there. Um, but there's still a challenge, isn't there, for the, the, the athlete who's not a Christian. Uh, yeah. Sure. Sunday's just another day for them. How do they? How do they fit it in? Yeah, true. Um, well, what are some of the other... So, so now I said you work with with a number of professional elite athletes. What are some of the biggest issues you're finding they're having to deal with today? Um, um, so I think um, church or uh, finding a Christian community is a big challenge for the, the Christian guys, um, for the guys who are sort of somewhat out... I wouldn't call themselves Christians yet. Um, it's more like living a, thinking about living a holy life. 
there's a lot of temptations within the world of sports that are considered very normal in the secular context and and within Christianity we we say you shouldn't do those things and then just those things about um the like in general sports and athletes are very self-focused self-centered in that sense and making that switch but then still be competitive in that sense those those are the three things i think we talk about and of course with the christians we talk a lot about identity but that's not so it is sports related of course but it's also for everybody in 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 any church well it's an important topic probably unpack that a little bit for us when you when you talk about identity what do you kind of what do you mean and what are you what are you speaking into so yeah just so what where where are you building your identity on so or what who do you say you are um and then of course the bible says uh, says that we are you know uh beloved sons of god we're loved no matter what but the sporting world tells us a lot different things it's mostly focused on how you perform if you score the goals or or not and uh um yeah you're you're only as good as your your last performance basically so it's always that pressure of performing and if you believe that you become what you perform how you perform then that's a very unstable identity i mean it's a very nice identity when everything goes well but if 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 you fail or if you get injured or or just have to retire because you're getting old then uh that's a, a you know potential place where a lot of how do i say that dark thoughts can come up yeah it's a real challenge for athletes, isn't it? Particularly, and they they have those moments of as we we often say, sport is kind of ninety percent failure. Uh, yeah, particularly particularly the elite level. Like yeah, more, more people walk into the Olympic Games and go home disappointed than yeah. go home with a medal, but by like ninety nine percent. Yeah, and that's even more true in like individual sports. Or oh. everybody, you know, you you like cyclists or like skaters like me. There's a peloton that always starts. It's like a hundred people, and ten out of those hundred people have ever won a race, sort of, right? And you, you're you're part of some kind of team, but you're serving that one guy that is, has the potential to win. And uh, for the most part of your career, you're not that guy. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah. How do you deal with that? Because you talk to it's, it's, it's an interesting thing just unpack a little bit individual sport team sports they are the similarities but they're different yeah um you've talked a little bit around sort of pride and competition how does that play out for for a christian in individual sport maybe in a different ways than it would in a team sport um pride yeah so um there's no one else to blame but you in an individual sports so if you if you don't get the results especially in a sports like uh, a time trial time trial sports as skating if you don't make your times you're just not good enough time is very honest <laughs> they say and uh so within a team sport you can sort of say like hey uh, we didn't win the game but my defender didn't do his job right whatever right or you can say like oh next time or we as a team have to get together or whatever with individual sports it's you're the only one to blame in in most sport so um 
that can that can build pressure hmm. um but also you're the only one that gets the glory if you win so it's also it can also build pride if you're really good you can feel like i am i am the guy right because i'm beating everybody and uh so um it's it all comes down more to your own personality and character in an individual sport so i would say and uh yeah i don't know uh it might you know enlarge it doesn't it doesn't it doesn't it, it's not that the characters are different within the individuals or team sport but it, the folk it enlarges it a little bit more because it's so much on you i'd, I'd say yeah well as in we'll, we'll come into lands but you're you're now you've you've shifted sports in some way as in related by the sounds of it that you're into ultra running no, yeah no yeah another endurance sport another longest sport, another individual sports in many ways yeah, yeah. um so now probably what 10 12 years on from when you'd retired um, yeah. how have you how have you found now competing in that um as a christian what's been some of the real sort of challenges and some of the real joys of doing that now um yeah good um so first my first discovery was that sport can be worship for me personally that was a big discovery um you know talking about the the romans 12 verse one is that you know give your body as a living sacrifice that really inspired me in a way like oh this is, it's a physical thing worship can be done in sports as well and it doesn't it doesn't involve any spiritual feelings or something like that. just doing what god has made you to do is a is a way of worshiping god and and that's so that was my first discovery and then the identity things that we just discussed really helped me to build a more of a stable faith as well and the stable character and now one of the reasons I, I i really enjoy the ultra running is it has a strong community's feeling to it so it's also a place where i can be very open about what i believe people ask and talk we have a lot of time to talk during running so it's like it's a it's a community thing and you uh, there's a lot of respect amongst each other and a lot of people who, who are interested in what i do uh for work here at next move but also just uh how i how i, I balance things with my family or the training sessions and and who, how, what where i put my priorities in that sense so those three things um became helped me to become uh, more of a more social guy in sports and uh, um and really be more a, um how do you say that a testimony of my faith within sports i i i, st I really i where I, in skating i was sort of shy to tell about my faith because i wasn't even know i didn't even know for myself what it was worth now i really enjoy being amongst non-christians and just being the kind of odd one out the only christian saying hey yeah but there's a there's a way to do life different and uh and then living that out right in front of their you know nose in that sense that's really something that knows for, for 100 miles yeah yeah hopefully <laughs> yeah. hopefully if you get that far <laughs> no, yeah. So yeah, hundred miles. Yeah, you don't always talk when you run a hundred miles. It's uh... start off talking by the end of yeah. the year. Uh... Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You're just sort of in this pain cave. You're like, mm, let's not talk. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, and thanks so much.
that's a really yeah, really interesting insight into into so many things um particularly i think the that's that side of a, the elite individual sports and um the real challenges of being a christian how you navigate that i know that's a story which many people listening in a number of whom are elite athletes um, down sort of amateurs will will recognize and will understand and there's loads more if you are listening in you could kind of unpack on our website christiansinsport.org.uk um there's lots of articles around these kind of questions and challenges how do you balance church and sport what does that look like um worship and identity there's there's loads of uh, different things you can look at that um so jan thanks so much for being with us um if people want to uh find out more about next move you can as in you know how to use google i don't need to tell you how to use google google next move find them on social media as well um but thanks so much for joining us yeah yeah you're welcome Thank you for listening to this episode of the Christians in Sport podcast and thanks for Jan for coming on. If you want to continue thinking through the connection between sport and faith, what it looks like to live as a Christian in the world of sport, then head to our academy. Our academy is our platform where we host all of our resources, videos, blogs and podcasts, all thinking through what it looks like to be a Christian in the world of sport. You can find it at christiansinsport.org.uk forward slash academy. That's christiansinsport.org.uk forward slash academy so head there and have a look around that's all from us today thank you so much for listening and we'll see you again soon